Cocktails in. Welcome to an all new edition of Cocktails with Heather. I am Mike. Sitting across from me is that guy. That guy. You that didn't guy. even have a name for that one? No, seriously, it's that guy. Is that that girl? It's that guy. Oh. That guy. Got it. I'm I'm still Heather. Still. Still. Still the same. <laughs> still drinking. Still drinking. Okay. From my custom wine glass. So this is our last cocktails of cocktails of Heather. Cocktails. <laughs> Heather shits on dating. Mm. Last of like the year. Is that what you're gonna say? The last of this the year. This is the last Heather Heather's podcast of the year. Oh my God! We're gonna finally take 2018 and yeet it into the dumpster. Yeah, throw it right into the motherfucking a. I'm ready for that shit. Yeah. This year's been. You know what? I thought fun. like 2016 was bad, and I like double muddle fingered that out. 2017, like I'm ready for the next one. Ready for 2019. So I think it's just annual thing now as you get old. Yeah, 2018 can suck it. Yeah, the well, whole I'm just like now. I'm like bring it 2019 and 2019 is probably like sitting there with chainsaw. Like I'll oh, bring it, motherfucker. Yeah. So yeah. I, I get fired for bereavement. Mm-hmm. That that was the start of the year. And then, all down. No, I got there. fired before, but I got fired for bereavement. Yeah, I thought 2016 was going to suck pretty big balls. 2017 was a transition year. Actually, I don't think I'm allowed to say 2017 was a transition because I got married early in 2000. Oh, I got married in 2018. 2017 was the transition year. 2018 was the yeah. Because I was you got married when the uh, the final uh, February the final insult film came out. The, yeah, um, February 2018. Fifty Shades. Oh, yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. yeah, that was... Fifty Shades of Insult? Yeah. By the way, I had to really pretend like I liked that movie. Fifty Shades of Mediocrity. Did you, did you see it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we... That <laughs> that movie, we did a screening. It was for free. And uh, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. Not my gag, though. Um, it's just... Here's my thing, is Fifty Shades came out and it was as a book before it was a movie and it was a really big deal and everyone was super excited about it so i got this book and i was super pumped because i'm like i'm gonna read some erotic fiction fucking awful and i got into it and it's not even that i was like why is everyone excited about this This is so vanilla like everything oh my god he put a butt plug in oh my god he spanked me what it's like everyone who reads this just has never read any of the the <laughs> penthouse forums. Yeah. Anyone who's read this hasn't read uh, anything. BDSM and sodomy. Yeah. It, Nothing. There's there is there are websites. People. People. For, free yourselves. For straight women. It's the knight in shining gimp outfit. Well, not even that. It's <laughs> no. like we we thrive on the story. So like guys can turn on anything and it can be just a dick in a in a butt and they're like yeah that's cool and they're hard. We need like the build up in the story and I get that and that's fine. But this was like, it was just, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. And I don't even give a shit about the, oh, you know, she was under his control and everything. I'm just talking about the sex portion of it. It was very vanilla and not interesting at all. Yeah, that's what porn hopes for. At no point was anything interesting involved. There were no plumbers. There was no (laughs) farm animals. Um, Nothing was incestuous. You're bad. I'm not. I mean, nothing was so groundbreaking about this series that it it needed this much press. It was just a trendy hype. That that's it. I think it's a lot of bitches that have never read Penthouse Forum. Oh, this billionaire playboy who's so oh, sexually yeah, that advanced is, that is, is, is going to rescue me. That is part of it. I think. Yeah. Um, you know, every every what was it? Every bit of this would have been harassment if they hadn't been rich. Would have been a portion and of attractive. It. He's got to be attractive, right? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. too. If he's butt ugly people. and he's got giant eyebrows, then uh, you know he's a he's a fucking sick pervert. Then he's just um, he's just Armenian. <laughs> yeah, he's, he, if he's dirty and slimy and wants to control you and he has big eyebrows, he's just Armenian. There's, it's okay. Yeah, his uh, his cologne is called chloroform. Yeah, it's fine. He's just drenched in it. <laughs> <laughs> this is chloroform. Just, just stand by me for eight minutes. Dracar Noir. <laughs> for poor homies. Dracar? So. Dracar Noir? <laughs> oh okay, God. so I work for a retailer. Yes. Duh. I work for what used to be one of the nation's largest retailers, and mm-hmm. now they're, they're, they've fallen on troubled times. But the truth of the matter is, is that it's a good company to work for which is weird to say, even though 
they've made some mistakes. Some. This company literally pays you to fucking shop for them. It's fucking great. Okay. So, and, and uh, the store that I work for has been in the community for 40 years, mm-hmm. 40 plus years. Yes. And some of the people that work there have been working there for 40 years. Why first? And um, all around good people. So, as I'm working and as happens in retail establishments, because this has happened before, there was a gentleman that came in and he was wearing, he was wearing not a, it was a pullover hoodie, right? Mm-hmm. Like what you have on. Yeah. And what it was, it was a light gray. And he was, he, he was meth mouth, you know. Okay. And his, he had, he had construction hands. His hands were dirty. Okay. Uh, looked like he had been either working plaster or, or painting something, probably painting a floor. Probably drywall. Or huffing. Yeah. Either one. And, um, as he's coming through the line, he sets down on the counter a single vanilla envelope that's... You manila. Know, thank you. Uh, I, I said vanilla. Yeah, you I? did. I meant manila. It's delicious. Vanilla envelope. Mm. And it's because you still got uh, 50 shades of gray on your mind. Yeah. It's vanilla. Yeah. And, you know, it's, like, what, six by nine or so, mm-hmm. the, the small one. And one of those rolled up things of panties that you can buy that, that that's in a... God, I love buying weird shit at stores. Just Jesus to get it, just to get some kind of reaction. Just to, now, I don't know how I many don't, I don't mean pairs to. of panties are in this roll. There's usually what three of them yes. or so. Yes, they, but, three. But I just want to point out that this man is fucking filthy from <laughs> head to toe, and they were white panties. Okay. All right, and that's it. So I stared at him and I went. Is this all for you today, sir? Mm-hmm. And the only question I wanted to ask him was... Have fun. Why? Who are you sending these out to? Why? Why? <laughs> yeah, why? <laughs> and and then, then I had this conversation. I was just like, what if this guy is selling used panties under the name Giselle Bunchen? <laughs> but it's <laughs> Tom possible. Tom Brady's, you know. It's possible. Life. Um, I I think I've uh-huh. actually taken photos of weird shit that I've bought at the grocery store before when I've had to like run in for a couple of things and it's like a 12 pack of beer and what other weirdness that I have. Motor oil, yeah, a plunger. Yeah, yeah, and, and shit like that. Dental dam. Yeah, no, motor oil, a plunger, and uh, uh, Crocs. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Gotta get all the necessities. Okay, so they sell plungers. Actually, all of those things would be perfectly acceptable in my household, by the way. Yes. What if you bought bottom shelf vodka and a, and a beer chugger? Uh, also, it's not weird. very normal purchases in my household. Like, like <laughs> if you bought like... Um, oh, I'm sorry, enema bag, my bad. Cable cutters. Also, very normal purchases in my household. Yeah, cable cutters, condoms, and a rain jacket. That would be weird. Good. Yeah. yeah those those haven't bought this. Bag together. of lie. Yeah. Bag of yeah. lie. Rope. <laughs> and a fifty-five gallon drum. Lawn darts. <laughs> Lawn darts. <laughs> they don't sell those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. KW KY uh, triple bat triple A batteries and Crocs. Yeah. Mm. Oh, and Crocs. <laughs> and Crocs. Crocs is the important. You piece always of have this to have puzzle. Crocs. You always have to have Crocs. What are the Crocs for? I'm gonna tell you. Like they're comfortable as fuck. <laughs> Zucchini. They're better than socks. And I wear socks. I, I've never worn Crocs, and everyone <laughs> finds them so amazing. I don't, I don't want them. I don't. I, I can't get past the way they look. I, I just. I'm good. That that is. However, this so the guy that bought the envelope in the panties. Yeah. Is not the weirdest thing by far that has ever come through my line. I'm sure. I'm sure it's not. No. When a man that's in his 60s is buying ballerina outfits, tutus, and extremely tight Speedo swimsuits for girls that are under 11 years old, and he's by himself. I'm, I guess you've never met the Snow Queen. That's weird. You've never met the Snow Queen. No. So uh, when I used to be single and before children... Um, anytime I had a job, I had a second job. So one of the second jobs that I had for a very long time was at a store that sold, um, I guess its biggest business was stripper clothes and lingerie. Uh-huh. Um, not as heavy on sex toys as some people like to think. And we didn't really sell any like magazines or books. I've been in that store. So that was, a, that was a drawback. <laughs> I think me and Carl went to that store. I'm sure you, I'm sure Carl no. spent a lot of time in that store and a lot of money in that store buying stuff for his Oh, girlfriends. that's right. We, we. That was, okay. 
Carl spent money in that store, I'm sure. Well, so, Carl and I went to that store, and you happened to be working there at the time. Oh, Lord. Remember? No. I don't know if you remember. No, and, I blocked it from my memory, yeah, obviously. Because I, I found it intriguing that you were working there, and how did Carl know about this store, store. That was that's hidden so, away? Just so everyone knows, Carl knew about this store because he dated strippers. But that guy had moxie, man. So he dated my, strippers. my sister-in-law and I thought it's it would be easy. really fun. We're like, hey, we're going to work at this lingerie store. How could be how what could be more fun than having a second job where you work at this lingerie store? It's really fucking bad. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Like, it's bad. Well, it's, it's not just that. This lingerie store is like out of the way. And in the ghetto. It, well, no, I wouldn't say in the ghetto. It's pretty it was, ghetto. You know, it was pretty ghetto. We Oaks. had to like lock the door at night and like check people's bags and shit. Like, yeah, it's, but it's Fair Oaks. I it mean, was uh, no, it's on the edge, not but, quite Fair Oaks. Yeah, but it's still in a it's in a strip mall that's like you wouldn't notice it unless you knew it was there. My favorite part about working at that store <laughs> is at some point the place next to it sold out and a coffin store bought the one next to it. So when I'd leave work, not only would I be like in the dark and super late and it'd be empty, but I'd be right next to a coffin store, which was great <laughs> because so I'd pass all these like open coffins. It was very creepy. You know where uh, they tap plastics is? No. Do you know where Alberto's is? There's, they're all over the place. <laughs> okay, so there's... Um, what is what was the sports bar that's next to it? Players, so, it's across I, the street from Players on Sunrise. Yes, uh, no, near no, the near the bridge. Greenback. Is that Greenback? Is it Kiss and Tell? Mm. Not even nice. Yes. Okay. Actually, I think they're out of business. So Carolina is not out of Bertos. I think we can Carolinas. talk about it now Carolinas. because they're out of business, right? Yeah. Okay, so we can talk about. It. So it's not even nice. So. Um, yeah, I know exactly where they used to be a baseball st- card store right next to it. Yes, or did. Mm-hmm. And um, so we had this one night. I don't think you were there, um, Laura. It might have been after you left. But um, I was, or I should say one day, this thing <laughs> came in. And it was the closest, I want to say, to an albino that I've ever seen in person. A white albino, not a black albino. A white albino. Very white hair in like a... Very cropped cut. I'm assuming it was a wig. Silver dress. Had some dude with it. um, And proceeded to look through everything. Trying a bunch of shoes. And tell me numerous times that he was the Snow Queen. (laughs) Do you look like Tilda Swinton from Narnia? Yes. Yes. Did look like Tilda Swinton from Narnia. That's about the best bet. With like a blonde, like, blunt cut wig on. Okay, yeah, and it was it was vicious. And so the Snow Queen came through. And the Snow Queen, by the way, was very nice. I don't know any other name to describe it except for the Snow Queen. And the Snow Queen's person that it was with paid for whatever the Snow Queen wanted. So evidently the Snow Queen has got something dialed that I do not have dialed at this point. Very so, niche. Yeah. I am not an exotic albino dude man. So I almost had a great segue for you. I was going to say when you came out and you saw the coffin store, I said, well, you only had to worry if there was like a six foot five albino guy there, like sizing and you up. And the snow queen would have been that person. <laughs> that would have been great. Yeah. <laughs> and then you say fucking albino. I'm like, God damn it. I was going to say. But yeah, the snow he, queen. He came in with his guitar and started playing Frankenstein. Snow queen. <laughs> so working at the out. store was like, it was like the opposite of what you think was cool. So like, we thought it was going to be super awesome. And instead we ended up like sorting a bunch of racks. And one of my um, unfavored things was sorting the panty bins. So we had bins of panties and like people would sizes. come in and touch and put on. Yeah, they would touch, trying and, over their know, clothes, whatever. No. And I had to sort <laughs> the sizes so because I'd mix them up. So I had to like do it. They're chlamydia. So yeah. one of the things that I would do is I would take the the big plus size panties because they were very stretchable, and I would put them on the thongs and I would put the leg things up over my shoulders like suspenders, mm-hmm. and then I would yell at my sister and I'd be like, "Hey, look at me." And I would just be in these like slingshot bikini. Yes, I would be in a slingshot (laughs) up over my shoulders (laughs) thong. That's the kind of stuff I would do at this place. So, yeah, it was completely kinky. And using them to shoot water balloons. It was not kinky at all. It was very disgusting. That's the kind of stuff I would do at this place. So, I don't know how we got in the Snow Queen, but there's a Snow Queen, and 
I used to sell stripper their shoes. So anyone? Anyone else? We anyone? got into the Snow Queen because of the old guy that came in buying tutus and shit. Mm. Tutus and and again and panties and shit like that Snow for eleven year old girls. Still sticks in my mind. Still bothers me. Snow Queen, if you're listening, you were my favorite customer by far, hands down. <laughs> I'm the Snow Queen. We did have a lot of trainees that came in, which was fine. We've talked about that because Joe Joe is uh, Joe's into them. Well, <laughs> I used to like the guys that came in, and I thought they were shopping yeah. for their yeah. significant other. They would make out like they were shopping for their significant other, and they would look at our catalogs to order, and or look at our shoes and say, you know, do you have any size like twelve shoes? And I'm like, what? Like no. Oh, uh, or we'd have like a pair of size 10 or 11s and then we'd have to special order them stuff. It's and like would, Bob's Burgers. Right. They would be super <laughs> like... special tranny store for They would be shoes, super like upset store. about it and I would just be like very flat and whatever about it and I was probably 21, 22 at the time. Just, do you need giant shoes? Do you like to wear high heels? Great. Let me open up this catalog and show you what I can get you in a size like... 14. 14 chicks. Let me show you. Let me show you what I can find in mm. basketball shoes size 21 right. double X. Right. Let me show you the plus size extra tall, yeah. like big and t- the big and tall lingerie store. Okay, John Candy. Exactly. That's that's the kind of guys I'm coming actually for that kind of stuff. Did, did they, do you also sell uh, Adam's Divine. Apple concealer? No, we did not. But we <laughs> it's, did. It's, it's a neck protector. It's just <laughs> we a did sell the Kama Sutra stuff that had the menthol thing where you're supposed to put the back of your throat and numb the gag reflex. Huh. huh. Something that. for everything, I guess, yeah. Divine. That's the other one. If everybody remembers Divine. I brought up Divine oh, yeah, on the last do. podcast. Oh, you did? Yeah, because of the eyebrows. You did not. I did. I said fucking... Uh, We're like, probably going to hear it when we oh, listen the, to Oh, again. shit. Like, you, oh, the constant look of oh, shit on your face was like... And I said, like, Divine from all of the John Waters movies. Have you ever... Hold on a second. Are we ever going to tell the key story? Huh? My key story? Tell it. Oh, my God. So... Okay, so totally off the subject of selling strippers or clothes or trainees or clothes, which I did all of those things and do not regret it. I made an amazing friend. Her name's Melissa. If she's out there, I miss you. You were amazing. And you showed me my first Renaissance Fair, which was fantastic. So, um, so Mike wanted me to save the story for the podcast. I have no idea why, but he did. So Because it's... I live in a suburban neighborhood, <laughs> and so I have a mailbox stupid. that is not in front of my house. I have one of those mail like kiosk things where you have a key, and you have your own separate box for your address, and there's like 900 of them on the street. I have one of those motherfucking things. Yeah. So I, I have one key. When I moved into my rental home, I had one key that was given to me, and they said, here's your one key for the fucking mailbox. I'm like, awesome. So I move in. Uh, well, I should say I move in my husband. He wasn't my husband at the time. Um, and he was applying for jobs and what have you. So he was really anxious about the fucking mail, like super anxious. And I check the mail like once a week. Like I, I know I'm not getting anything but junk mails and bills. I ain't going to motherfucking pay. So I don't want the mail. Come on, he the wanted the motherfucking mail. So he wanted the key. And I said this, I get one key. One key. Don't do anything to it. I get one key. And he said, okay, no problem. Fast forward months and months and months. He comes to me and said, I think I lost the mail key. I'm like, what? And he said, I I can't find the mail key. I can't get into the mail. We stripped his car because he wouldn't keep it on his key ring. He would throw it in the console of his car. You know, a chain to like a license plate or a two by four? Now it will be. We stripped his car. We did everything we could. We looked around the grass and everything around the mailbox. Couldn't find anything. So we went on for like three or four months of not having a mail key because I hate going to the post office. It's one of my three circles of hell. So if you figure that hell comes in different layers, like it comes in like, Oh, here's like, it's really hot. Here's where they're poking with hot irons. Here's where they're shoving a pineapple up your ass like Hitler. Mm -hmm. And then there's other circles below that. It's even worse. My three are the pharmacy, the post office and DMV. So, and my sister-in-law knows this. So that's why she always mocks me about going to the pharmacy, but I hate all three of those. It, 
equally horribly and I forgot about the post office until I went to go do this thing. So I went to the post office to get a key. So I go in, I tell them I've lost a key and the lady said, well, you know, maybe you just dropped it or whatever. I said, no, we didn't just drop it. It's been a while. Write our name on the thing. She charges me 50 bucks. She puts my name in a list. Says that there's only one motherfucking dude in this whole town that does anything about locks. And he only comes on Wednesdays. It's kind of like when I went to uh, see our doctor. You can only have one thing done right. at a time. You can only have one dude we do this and it's it. on Wednesdays. Okay, whatever. Put my name in the list. Really pay fucking 50 exclusive. Bucks. I walk away. And she said, do you want me to give you your mail and put it on hold? And I said, no, we've been working it out. So when I say that we've been working it out, what I actually mean is that my husband, who has previously worked on night shifts and now works odd shifts, you know, 48 on, 96 off, he sits on the porch smoking a cigar in the mornings about when the mail guy comes. Drinking beer. Drinking beer and waiting for the mailman. At like 10 a.m. So he tracks down the mailman and goes over to the mailman with his cigar and says, hey, I'm here to get my mail. So the mailman knows that we don't have a key. He yeah. says every time to him, haven't got your key yet, huh? And he's like, no. And he takes the big rubber banded giant stack of mail that they wedge out because we haven't gotten the mail. And... And it's, that's what he does. It's like the school books from the 1930s it and is. the 40s well, where it has a strap Tied with it and you twine. Gotta... Yep. <laughs> you boys get off of that twine. So, um, <laughs> Don't forget your school book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking. That was a shout out to the Warmoth uh, uh, Grandpa Mac right there. He gets get off of that twine. So we, um, we've done this for a while. So I put in the order for getting a new key. I go home. I go home, I get ready, I go to work, I do everything else that night. I think we recorded that night because I didn't get home until really, really, really late and it's dark outside and I did not have my porch light on because I'm an asshole and I don't turn it on for myself. <laughs> Didn't we just so, have this conversation? As I, yes, we did. We had it about turning on for mom. She gets mad when it's not on. I get mad when it's not on, but I don't turn it on for myself. I'm a dick. I know that. I expect other people to think for me. So... I get home and I kick something at the door and I have my hands full. And so I reach down and I grab it and it's this thing of mail. So I hobble into the house. I throw it on the counter. It's a big stack of mail and it's rubber banded. My first thought is the mailman got sick of our shit because we had too much stuff because of election time and he's giving us our mail. So as I throw it down the counter, it goes clunk. It makes a weird noise and I flip it over and there's a key and it's on a circular keychain, and it's wrapped into the rubber band. So it's not like it's just put in there. Like the person actually threaded that motherfucker into the into the rubber band. So I take a picture and I send it to my husband, and he said, "That's the that's my old key." And I said, "How the fuck do you know that?" And he goes, "Well, I had it on the same type of keychain." And I was like, "It's a circular fucking keychain. Like everybody and their goddamn mother has the same motherfucking keychain. What are you talking about? It's the same motherfucking key." And he's like, "It is." And I was like, "Whatever." And he goes, "Try it and see if it works." I'm like, "You know what? I'm not going to do that at midnight. I'll wait. I'll do it tomorrow." So I undid it and I put it on the counter. So the next day, I actually did see it, and I went out, and I tried it, and motherfucker, it worked. So I texted him, and I was like, I don't know what happened. And he's like, well, you need to call the post office. Mark. And I'm like, I am not calling the fucking post office. Get your money back. They don't answer the phone. So it just so happens I didn't have any meetings. I was ready. The post office was open, which never happens, which is one of the reasons why it took so long, because the post office never open when I'm available, and I never have money when I am. So um, <laughs> I know you guys are thinking, like, it's only 50 bucks. You know what, bitch? I live check to check. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. So they, <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm not doing that. So you know what? I just went to the post office. I didn't have anything going on. I went straight to the post office. I showed up, had the key in my hand, and I looked at the lady, and it was the same lady that took my shit out from the day before. I said, hey, I was in here yesterday and told you I had a lock problem. I got this bundle of mail and I got this key. It just so happens it works in my box. Did the guy happen to show up a day early? Like, did he show up and fix my lock and this is my new key? And she's like, well, I'll look. And so she goes back and she fumbles around and she brings this thing back and she goes, no, 
no, it doesn't look like he's gone there yet. This isn't crossed off. And I said, well, I have this key. And she said, well, maybe you dropped it in front of the mailbox. And he picked it up. And I said, it was four fucking months ago. Yeah. And she's like, well, I don't know. And I was like, well, I don't know either. And she's like, well, does it work? And I said, yes. And she's like, okay. And she crosses me off the list and puts the thing aside. And she's like, well, we're good. And I was like, can I get a refund? Which, by the way, started a whole other thing. Because, (laughs) just side note, they can't just do that at the post office anymore. They can't just, you know how you can go to like Nordstrom's or Macy's and return something? Yeah. Like months later. And they're just like, did you put this on your debit card? And you're like, yeah. And you swipe it and they credit it back. Post office can't do that. They can only do it within 24 hours. After that, they have to issue you cash or a money order. And this bitch didn't have a fucking cash drawer. So I got no cash. She said, can I issue you a money order? I'm like, you know what, bitch? Fucking issue me a money order. That was a whole other issue. While I'm waiting for all of this, there's a dude two stations down that's having a fucking stamp problem. I was waiting for this. (laughs) He has a fucking problem. He's like standing there and he's talking about how He was trying to mail something and they didn't have any tape and they were supposed to have packing tape because they have packing boxes and they didn't have any packing tape. So he had to go down to the Walmart, which was like down the road and buy packing tape. So he's leaving it and he wanted to file a complaint. And the lady's like, I don't know who you complain to. And he's like, she's like, if you go online, you could fill out a comment card. He's like, that's not good enough. Maybe I should talk to so-and-so. I don't remember the name. I guess he thought he was like swinging his big dick around that he knew somebody yeah. in town or whatever. And she's like, okay. I, I know the postmaster. Yeah, general. I know the postmaster. You <laughs> should have packing tape. And I'm like, and I'm just standing there wishing I could slip my wrists and I can't because I don't want to be here. I don't want to interact with these people. I don't want to it's be torture. in here with these it's people. It's slow torture. It's slow torture for me. And it's so awful. And this guy is two stations down. He's talking about packing tape. And I'm like, why didn't you have your fucking pack, your packing done? Like, I would have had it done, so I didn't even have to talk to somebody about it. I just want to, like, them to weigh it and give me an amount, and I pay it and leave. Like, I don't even want to have a conversation. And he is having a very large conversation with this bitch about packing tape. And so he said, well, I'm going to give this to you, and hopefully you guys can get this rectified, because I really liked your customer service, and now I'm concerned. So fast forward, I interact with this bitch about money orders or whatever. She goes back to figure out how to give me a money order. This guy's like, now I'd like to buy some stamps. Okay, no problem. What kind of stamps do you want? Well, I'm looking at this poster on the wall. I really like the stamp with the woodpecker on it. And she goes, okay. She takes out a book and she goes, well, you know, there's other birds besides the woodpecker. That's just one of the stamps. There's like five of the birds. Oh, well, can I look at the birds? And I'm going, oh, my God, just kill me now. Like, this guy is, like, seriously holding up. There's five people in line. I have a genuine issue about $50. This guy is just worried about woodpeckers. And so he went through, like, three different books of stamps. He finally finally got his shit together. Sir, there, it's a book of stamps with birds on them. Make a fucking choice. He obviously collected stamps. Make a pimp decision. So I got my $50 money order, which I deposited. That's not a problem. So my biggest question right now is I went four months with no post office key. And the day I go in and report it gone and ask for a new one, it shows up on my motherfucking doorstep. What the fuck happened there? Did the post office guy like all of a sudden go, oh, shit, they filed a complaint and now I should give it back because I really wanted to do her husband in the butt. Or like, was it like the guy was filing like the last time was his last time of my weird husband with his zip up fleece pullover and his Crocs and his shorts standing over him, blowing cigar smoke into his face going. So, uh, can you give me my mail? Was that like the last straw? Was that the last straw? And he finally was like, you know what? I'll just give their key back. Like, I think what that it there? was something that was so simple. Facebook. That if you ever found it's out, listening. it would blow your mind at how simple it was. I, the explanation is. I, I don't know. All I know mm-hmm. is that that key after four months was laced into my river band the day that I went to the post office and asked for a rekey of my of my box. What what if that guy, what if the postman, whatever, woman? The postmaster? Post person? Postal the, carrier? The mail delivery person? <laughs> yeah. What if they did? What if they actually held on to your key? I bet they did just be dicks. And, yeah, just to see 
how what many my breaking times, point was. Yeah, how long is it going to take for her to get What's a new What's her breaking lock? point before she's actually going to come in and pay to have this reading? Like, what if, um, what if he, what if, uh, Ryan left it in the mailbox, and then the, the postmaster, when he came in the next day, I thought saw about it and that. that. I thought about that, but you have to relock it. Mm-hmm. So he obviously what if relocked he, it and did something with it. What if it was a bigger package that was put into one of those other the kiosks? They have a separate what, key for that. Yeah, and he left the key in there. It's possible. I don't know. But then they pick it up, and they're like, oh, I got this random key. And they didn't notice that there was a guy that always needed his mail from if, that area. What if he's having an it's affair with Ryan? Same. And the key fell out. Guy. Well, which is fine, which is like what the guy's <laughs> like, I feel bad your wife paid 50 bucks. Here's a key. Yeah. Like, that's fine, too. Like, if the, okay, right now, Postal Man, if you're having an affair with my husband, bring me <laughs> people's checks or prescription drugs they have sent to their post office boxes. Please. Please. Like, <laughs> just this, if we'll call it even. This. I will say nothing if you do these things for me. I, I had a lady flip out on me because she had reward $3.51 or $3.15. Well, anyways, about three bucks in rewards points. Yes. And I forgot to apply them to her total. Oh, no. Oh, dude, she she fucking wigged out. Oh. She she walked forward. She goes, it's that, that's just not right. And then she came back and goes, you got to fix this. This is unacceptable. It threw the receipt you know, at me. <laughs> sometimes I really want to see some of the customers Mike has. I'm wondering if I could put on a vest and be like a service dog. <laughs> and, and then uh, Just, and just then, to see. Well, and then, and then one of the other uh, associates goes, we can't do that at the register. We can't fix that. We, can you have an intern? Yeah. We can we can fix that at customer can service. Can I wear a vest and just like be with you for the day? Yeah, just I'll, I'll give you my Walmart vest. Just trainee. What does that have to do with the price of tea in China? Yeah. They're gonna kick me out from there. You're right a Walmart along. vest on. No, just say that you're you're here observing. I'm observing. I'm training. We're we're thinking of buying the store. I'm an ROP student. That's what you do. That's how you start a rumor. We're thinking of buying the store. <laughs> so I'm just here observing. I'm just here observing. So she went over to she she was adamant she didn't wasn't going to stand in line because she was more important than everybody else mm-hmm. that was there before her. Yes, and and then she she I, I walked over to service and I said this lady I forgot to give her her three dollars I was nice about it and then I walked away she I I'd, I'd had enough and she started yelling at the customer service people. Like the guy that yelled at Mark when the guy farted in the bathroom. <laughs> yes, I didn't it's, fart. It's legal. Like oh, she's it's like, legal. You can fart like, in the bathroom. I want my three dollars. And all I could $3. think of was fucking better off dead. Yeah, right? three dollars. Two dollars. Two dollars. I want my two dollars. <laughs> Give me my three dollars. And she stomped off and fucking left the left that the. That must store. be the only excitement she has in her life is getting that three dollar discount. One hundred percent. Because there are times that I actually look at three dollars and she wonder if it's even worth beginning. it. She was angry about the whole fucking transaction. It's probably you. You angered her. Your face angered her. It, you know what? Probably. <laughs> um, but the way that it works out. Um, is like one in 100 customers gets mad at me. I do something fucking stupid. One in 100. It's weird. Because mm-hmm. I usually don't have issues with customers. And then everybody else is just kind of looking at me, and I was like, she wanted her three bucks. <laughs> and they started yeah, laughing. They're like, her. are you fucking kidding me? Like They probably took up a collection. I'm like, we'll just give her her $3 right yeah, now. I had $2 in my pocket. I could have just given her two bucks, and she would have been fine with it. I'm like, here, just take fucking $2. We'll call the other one a wash. No, she would have said something like, no, I need it on the receipt. Yeah. Or some oh, bullshit. Okay, I'll staple it to the fucking receipt. <laughs> <coughs> Who cares? I'll, I'll handwrite it. <laughs> Two bucks, three bucks, whatever. Here, just get the fuck out of the store. So do you have any dating questions or stories before we wrap? Wasn't there something you were going to bring up a certain topic? Though? I did. Oh, shit. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Bring it on. What's I'm the, unprepared for this. What's the speed the limit of sex? Speed limit? Yeah, what's the speed limit of sex? How quick is pumping? What's the speed limit of sex? That's pretty You can keep asking, but I didn't mean I understand the question. What is the speed limit of sex? Uh, 35. 68, because that's 69 you eat it. Really, we had had to have a whole thing about this. Yeah, I can't believe that you guys didn't know that fucking joke. I thought it was something else. No. This is terrible. I thought it was supposed to be 70, uh, 77. Because then you get eight more. No. Eight more no, than 69. Oh, no. That's bad, too. Leave. That's what I heard. I heard that joke recently. Well, here we go. 
<laughs> How's this for we a story? We talked about this last time, I think. No, we didn't. We didn't? Nope. Man dies after masturbating 62 times in a row on Valentine's Day. And there was a meme about it on Facebook, and one guy goes, well, at least that's, we know that the limit is 61. That's right. <laughs> on Valentine's Day in Cape Town. Mm, a 33-year-old single man from Bloemfontein in <laughs> South Africa Bloemfontein. died on Valentine's Day afternoon after he masturbated 62 times in a row. So if you wake up, how long does it take to masturbate for this guy? If you wake up at 8 o'clock in the morning and you die at 2 in the afternoon, is that six hours? It's like, what, 10 times an hour? Is that right? Yeah, That's 10 times lot. an hour. Every six minutes? <laughs> <laughs> He's That's dead. True. He is yeah, dead. <laughs> he is dead. How do you know that it was 61 times? They're just guessing. This shit not bleed. Did uh, he log it? Apparently. <laughs> Slash marks? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was He was marking his bed it a, post. It was on his headboard. Nobody's going to get that joke. It's, <sighs> it's an old-timey joke where people would mark their bedpost for how many. Yeah. It's been reported that the man, identified as David Mabuza, self-pleasured himself before dying of a heart attack. It is speculated that he was suffering from depression due to being extremely lonely. No shit. Really? 60, 60 David's mother called security officials after discovering his corpse in his room. Was he living with his mother at the time? Oh. Guys, bad enough mine doesn't in the showering. I can't imagine 61 times in a day. Yeah, well, tell him that don't do it above 61 times. Yeah, that's the limit. Officer Ronnie McKeezy told Noosa reporters that when they saw, uh, reporters what they saw when they opened David's bedroom door, the young man was on his bed. Oh, my God. His penis was detached from his body. Whoa. Whoa. We found his. Whoa, time. I'm going to call time. So what, oh, hold what? on. I'm sorry. They, they no. Are, they are no, time, time, <laughs> time. Michael, 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 Michael. His penis was Attached? His his pens, because they have it censored, they censored the eye and penis. His pens Good. was detached from his body. It must have been so intense it just came off. Then we we found his pens gripped in his left hand so tightly we couldn't get it out. What it a was tragic. <laughs> it came completely off. It's not like it's like. A Lego, like that, was just kind of stuck on it with enough force. You can pull it off. Like that's that's pretty attached. Oh my god! Muscles, veins, like the whole nine yards. Like there's a lot to attachment of a penis. Crisp and gold. And it was in hash browns. Are you watch? Are seriously? You just gave me a Jimmy Dean commercial right now. <laughs> like that's a real thing. Detachable penis. <laughs> Detachable penis. Okay, that's different. He used to play this on MTV. There it that's, is. No, that's different than actually pulling your own penis off. Like, that's bad. I know, but his penis became detached. Detachable oh penis. That's more than just masturbation. He probably bled out. Wasn't because that, of No, he died of a heart attack. That was one of two songs I always remember because from MTV. Because he pulled motherfucking penis After off. Hours was, that would um, give me a heart attack, too. The other too. one was Fish Heads. You remember Fish Heads? Yeah. Yes, I do remember God. Fish Heads. Constantinople. Yes, I do remember that. Istanbul is Constantinople. But, yeah, the, the whole idea of... Maybe they liked it better that way. So, which brings us to this. Masturbation guilt. Hmm. What's the guilt about masturbation? Well, why does everybody feel intense shame and self hatred? I don't. Religion. I don't even. I don't even feel shame in masturbation. Religion. Uh, uh really? Mm-hmm. The yeah. times. The times that I maybe that's it because I'm a heathen and and as my my darling darling seven year old son tells people that I'm the devil. Um, hopefully he doesn't say that in church on Christmas Eve. Um. Yeah, I don't feel any guilt about that. Even when I do it, like, even when I've done it, like, when I've been together with, like, the person who is now my husband, I've envisioned him. So I don't know that that's bad. Well, it's been linked to psychological distress in men. Um, Mostly it's the, the whole, if you continue doing that, you'll grow hair on your palms, you'll go blind, which is what's happening to me and Joe. 
So apparently, that's way legit. too much. I think it's also because if you fantasize about things that you're not supposed to, like it's 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 against the Lord. Yeah. Why is masturbation taboo? Uh, I don't know. That's that's hey, you know, from and I think the thing of it is, is like even in ancient cultures, like there was less masturbation, probably because there was more sex. Just gonna throw that out there. Uh, I I don't think so. I think I think what it comes down to is. I'm just and I'm just going to spitball this because they didn't want the peasants mm-hmm. to jerk it out. They yeah. wanted them to have kids. Yeah, so they're wasting they can, the seed. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and I think that's where it comes from primarily. I think um, the female masturbation not so much, but then again, I mean, I'm finding out more and more that females had a lot more. I can't. What is the greatest girl girl masturbation song? Mm. I don't know. I touched myself. I t- yeah, the vinyls. I touched myself. No. She bop. She bop. Cindy no, Lauper. I, I'd have to disagree. The vinyls, I touched myself is a better. That's, but she bop was She bop is a great song. Yeah. It was but larger. But nobody knew that it was about. That's what's awesome yourself. about it. That's the key. However, the vinyls is a, is a better song about female masturbation. Because it literally says I touched myself. Because, yeah, because. Even the video is just fucking ooh. Yeah, so if you watch yeah, like Cindy Lauper and She Bop, she's she, that's all poppy. That's what I like about and it. You can, but you can take it any way she, you want. It's yeah. It, that's an interpretive. That song is up for interpretation. I touch myself, not up for interpretation. What's the greatest male masturbation song? Turning Japanese. Uh, okay, I'll agree with that one. <laughs> I might go with that. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that one. Yeah. But um I really think so. For females, it wasn't such a big issue because it wasn't wasting seed. That's where we were going with this whole mm-hmm. masturbation taboo topic. But for men, you know, you could shoot it on walls or in the ceiling or in the bushes. Spider-Man. Yeah. Throw Anywhere it at people on your ear. You know. It, it's like a game. In your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Brick in your eye, whatever. <laughs> whatever right? you want to do. <laughs> Go crazy. Yeah. Crazy. What's wrong? It's, uh, burning. It's a burning mm. sensation. So, I, and I, like I said, from, from more and more stories that are coming out about um, how it, uh, females, like, it used to be that, you know, females were nothing. They didn't, you know, they couldn't right. do this. They well, couldn't we, do that. I, I don't think they masturbated because they didn't even know they could. Right. But, but like I said, the more, more and more stories are coming out that it's females that have actually been the more powerful of the races. Mm-hmm. And they're the ones that, you know, they kept the house and the finances and all this other stuff. And we're finding out more and more. Uh, there's a great book out there. Uh, there. Did you know there was a female pope? I guess. Did you know there was a nope? There was a female pope. She was written out of history because goddamn Vatican. <laughs> because God she's damn a, Vatican. She's female. Secret library. Yep. Goddamn King James version of the Bible. Yeah. So, so you have people that are in power that are female. You know, Queen Queen of England. You know, blah blah blah. Yeah. Queen of Scots. Yeah. So, why is it that all of this stuff is male driven? Well, I could do a whole two hours. You could do on a dissertation that. on it, yeah. But, um, yeah, I but let's write a let's. I mean, let's let's get down to the actual sex and the nitty gritty. Nitty gritty, you know. Why is it that it's taboo for the women thing, but it was okay for men, and then all of a sudden it became a whole taboo? Well, I mean, if you really want to dig into it, I mean, it's the same thing. Like now, it's taboo. Like a guy lays a bunch of chicks, and he's cool. A chick lays a bunch of guys, and she's a whore, right? Um, and dirty. So, I mean, I think it has a lot to do with that. But I blame media for that. That's a, that's a modern day thing. Uh, yes and no, because even even the Cortesians, um, even though Cortesians, even though they were technically whores, I mean, they were whores for the money, which is what a lot of chicks do today. Mm-hmm. Um, they held a lot of power. They held a lot of whatever, but they were still looked down upon in society. But not prostitutes in the Wild West. Uh, no, they weren't prostitutes in the Wild West, although still looked down upon and sectioned off. 
um, were the holders of the money and actually the ones that established the first schools. They established mm-hmm. churches. Um, they established businesses in the West. Um, they yeah they couldn't be buried in the same cemeteries because they were so bad. But um, in uh, there's a book called Soiled Doves and I forget the name of the author, but you can read that um, as well. They Mike's gonna look it up for me because he's awesome. Um, they're the ones that held the money and held the power and did that. And this is, I think, where you kind of get the the pussiest power type of thing. Um, but they held the money. They started those things. They started the schools. They started uh, the education, um, the industrial education. They started many churches. They started a lot of community-type things. However, they still were segregated because mm-hmm. they were prostitutes, quote-unquote. And... Yeah, they were looked down on society because they sold their bodies for money. Right. And we still do that. I mean, I think if anything, now we glorify whores as opposed to prostitutes. And quite frankly, I'd rather get money for it than just give it away for free. Kim Kardashian. She got money for it eventually. But the whole whole idea behind it is it's it's easier to segregate people and box them away, Mm -hmm. you know. Because so that you can get what you want. It's what they're doing right now. It's what they've always done, which is they're separating people. They separate races, mm-hmm. you know, who's better than who, what's better than what, this and that and the other thing. I'm better than you type of thing. Well, and and, th- and, and they, that's, that's that caste system that's going yeah. on, right? And uh, uh, by the way, the author of, of uh, Soiled Doves is Anne Seagraves. Uh, it was published in 1994. But um, what it comes again, what it comes down to is, females still are looked down upon as the weaker sex. Males in the society can do whatever they want. Again, and this is pretty much a modern day thing. This was built off of a modern day well, if society. You went, if you went far, far, far back into ancient history, I mean, obviously. Uh, the woman was revered a little bit differently. I mean, but we can go into a whole religion aspect on that as far as the god and the goddess. I think it and the roles in that. I mean, the woman was always. I mean, I, I've read a book and have it as uh, when God was a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, the that was a thing. So as far as femi- feminist qualities and stuff go, like I'm like right there with that. Um, I get what you're saying as far as is that, and it really was. I mean, it used to be ancient religions were always female-based, and at some point there was that shift in ancient religion where it became mm-hmm. that it was man-based and that women were the subservient race. Yeah, but, I mean, even in the Bible you have Mary, mm-hmm. you know, and and she is a dominant figure. All the women in the Bible are dominant figures. But what I'm talking about in general is nowadays, like the last 100 years, mm-hmm. okay, let's call it the last 150 years, Okay, from the 1800s all the way on up, where you have, because you have people like uh, uh, authors like Jane Eyre, uh, Jane Austen, mm-hmm. uh, Bronte Sisters, uh, Mary Shelley Wollstonecraft, um, and those are just a handful of female, successful female authors, right? And... You have a whole bunch of successful scientists. You have a whole bunch of successful this and businesswomen and this and that and the other thing. And it seems that with the advent of TV and radio and things of that nature, mm-hmm. it became more of a powerhouse play that men being in charge, people like Andrew Carnegie or Ford or whoever, those guys were seen as powerhouses, right? And and they are the ones that built America or built the modern-day yeah. version of America you know, from the 1800s on up. And they're the ones that, um, that's what a man is. And a woman should be in the home doing this like they've always done, which, let's face it, they that's not how it always has been because there has been tribes that have shown that women Obviously. are the hunter-gatherers and the men stayed home and right. did that stuff. That's why we well, have nipples. Quite frankly, men yeah. are pretty <laughs> useless. Um, just have, we have penises. General. <laughs> oh yay! Okay, that's awesome. They probably could use a stick or a shrub for that at that point. I mean, we've got great toys these days. But yeah, I mean, they there has been there <laughs> has been that shift. Shrubbery. Uh, this one's slightly higher, so it's a nice bite level effect. A little path running through it. Neat. Um. So 
I mean, as as far as that goes, I mean, you're absolutely correct. I think that there's been that that shift where men are supposed to be more of the the dominant race and women stayed home and, and the hard part i mean the tough part is is there's there's a shift it's some women are geared for that and some women aren't right so some women fare amazingly well and do fantastic in the home and some just do not like i do not do well just only raising my kids i do not do well with that that's just my flaw i guess or not a flaw it's like normal i guess compared to history of that's, that's you not are. my forte. That's just not where I'm at. I do good with my own children, but as far as being like, that's all I want to do, that's not my thing. I don't understand how people run daycares and teach schools and do <laughs> so. I don't, you're laughing, but I don't. No, I, I don't, don't either. I don't get it. Like, that's so amazing to me that they can do that. But those are the type of people that do well in raising those children. And I think that's where it comes into our old tribe type history Mm -hmm. where you had someone who did that or numerous people did that. You had other women that did other things. You had men that did other things. But as far as, you know, the women usually doing all the things and the men staying home, that sounds pretty typical to me. Dudes are pretty lazy. Like I figure that's pretty normal at that point because I've always been the breadwinner of my family. I've always been the one that's brought in most of the stuff including health insurance and what have you and taking care of the finances and taking care of most of the scheduling and the housework and whatever. And I'm fucking tired. Yeah. Well, you know, you got like Joan of Arc. Think about that. You know, she led yeah, a fucking no, I'm, army. I'm good. I have other things to do besides going to battle and get burned at the stake. You know, I'm totally, how, uh, my schedule is full. How many women are, how, how many in history have done that? Without getting burned at the stake. What, pretended they were male and fought? Or, or maybe they didn't have to pretend like they were male. <laughs> well, Mulan, Mulan, there's another one. Yeah. Freaking Disney right yeah. there. Um, yes. Pocahontas, if you want to really get into it. but I Seems mean, like it all stems from male insecurity. Yeah, well, I mean, history is written by the winners. And who's the winner? The white men. <laughs> Yay, the white men. King James Bible. <laughs> yeah, yes. Written by a man. Yep. Written by men, monks. Well, or priests. Should we say written or rewritten Kid or touchers. had things excluded? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, there's, there's, yeah, they've definitely they, that were they to edit the fuck King out James of those like, well, I've always said that about the King James version. Like, what if uh, homosexuality was perfectly fine, but he didn't like it, so he changed it. And well, it's not just that. There, I mean, there's, there's actually the here's the original where, Bible has has entire books in it that have been excised. Yes. Because it has to fit with the uh, the story that they want you to read. Yes. Here's where we lose religious people, Joe, is homosexuality at that time was very, very normal. Mm-hmm. Very normal. So you got one dude that thinks he's hot shit, and he's got how many people walking with him? 13. Seven? He had, 13. He had 13 disciples because Rufus, disciples was, a, but Rufus that... was written out of it because he was black. <laughs> oh, Lord, I wasn't ready for that one. Brother okay. Rufus. Um, that was a, a thing to dogma right there. Um, one of my favorite movies, by the way. But so you have 13 disciples, 12 or 13 disciples, 14 disciples, whatever, walking with this dude through the desert and they're with him for years and years and they've never butt fucked each other. Like, I don't see that being a realistic thing. Like, they've obviously done that. That's a normal thing. They talk, there's phrases that. When you get sand in it? In your ass? And um, Mary Magdalene was a prostitute. It's not like she didn't fuck those guys. Like, I'm sure she fucked those guys. She can fuck those guys and still be a disciple. Like, I'm down with that, too. Like, I don't have a problem with that. I have a problem with people who say, no, that's not possible. Jesus never would have done that. Jesus was a dude. Hey, there's a lot of people that say the dinosaurs existed 6,000 years ago. I mean, my grandmother used to say that the dinosaurs were a hoax. And people planted those bones to throw off from the Lord. So, I mean... You know, that's all out there, too. Obviously, people just planted those bones to throw off from Jesus Christ. I want to know how Cain fucked Abel and then created a whole human species. Cain did not fuck Abel. He killed Abel. No, I know. Exactly. 
Um, he fucked his mother. And had a whole species. We, yeah. If you actually do the math, most of those guys would still be alive today. It's that simple. Um, there was an excellent book that somebody was doing research on, and it was about how the Romans created Catholicism mm-hmm. to keep the masses in line. Yep. They did. And sky cake. Yeah, sky, sky cake. <laughs> they created sky cake in order to absolutely keep the masses in line. And what they did is they took over the um, people that had pagan religions and um, old religions. And what they would do is take areas that were sacred at that time and they would put churches on top of them. And they acclimated the holidays that the pagans celebrated in order to match and create a Catholicism from there. Yes. Hey, if you've ever seen the movie um, The Book of Eli with uh, Denzel Washington, um, Gary Oldman's character was um, he was this uh, controller of a town, and he uh, all the books had been burned after this post-apocalyptic you know scenario, and and. Uh, so anyone found with a book, you know, you're in big trouble. Like it just so there, it, there was a guy named Rufus who was numbered among the seventy disciples. Huh. His feast day is April eighth. Yeah. <laughs> so, so anyway, um, Gary Oldman's character, he had his he had his his bad guys, his henchmen, going out to other towns and things to find books because the specific book he wanted to find was the Bible. And finally, when he got his copy of the Bible, he, and they asked him, why do you want this? He said, because there's nothing better to control the masses with than with this. Because once you start reading this to them, you can get them to believe and do whatever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. And you have a, a, a whole civilization of people that are desperate for, for leadership and, and, and organization. And there you go. So, yeah, it looks like, you know, it's created. I mean, look. Pat Oswald pretty much nailed it with the sky cake thing. It was a good idea to help, you know, keep things, people civil for a while, but then it just goes into crazy town and, you know, people exploit it to control everybody. Well, people have to take it like one step too far, but I think that's what comes with when you create a piece of fiction in that nature. And like, I'm not doubting that there was a Jesus Christ, um, maybe not Jesus, but I think there was probably a dude mm-hmm. and his dad probably was a carpenter and he can come with uh, with whatever and his mom was a whore. Yeah, his mom was probably a whore. <laughs> well, no, I mean, there's there's an actual there, there's, there's actual proof that Jesus was alive, and his parents Joseph and Mary were were king and queen, mm-hmm. and they had escaped from wherever they were from, and were on the road, and and they were dressed as peasants so that they couldn't be caught, you know, captured and murdered because their son is. You know, heir to the throne, and and that's where all of that comes in. And what they did was, they they perverted that story, and then they pushed it forward for Christmas. They stole a pagan holiday. Goddamn Yule! Painted, you'll, you'll burn in hell. Paint, painted a bunch of pictures with a fat man with a beard. Well, that was and Saint Nicholas. That's a different story. They just kind of threw them all together. Yeah, that's what I said. And then and then put Jesus in the middle of it. So what they should Jesus. have done is put Santa on his sleigh, bring in the frankincense, myrrh, and well, they wood. Obviously <laughs> rosemary, did not think this through. rosemary, parsley, sage, and thyme, or whatever. They the did not think this through. <laughs> Oregano. Yeah. <laughs> One rosemary, apparently. Right. Yeah. It's a Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't think this through. No, they didn't. I'm so glad you guys had cocktails with other Heather shits on your religion. Yeah. <laughs> we got we got to start somewhere. Cocktails with Heather. Heather shits on religion. Yes, I've got a whole lot to we're, do with this. We're gonna start. We're gonna. That's kind of what we're going towards. You're segueing into this. To the, to the can well, of worms. Co- cocktails with Heather doesn't necessarily have to be a dating and sex advice thing. If nobody's going to fucking participate with the dating and sex advice, mm-hmm. we're just gonna throw <laughs> random shit I'm at the wall. I'm just gonna shit on everything. We're, okay. We're, we're gonna put topics. Yeah. We're going to put topics on the wall. It's like I bend over and just Taco Bell fart my way through life. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, and then I we're just going to throw darts at the wall. And then I'm, if people I'm, get pissed, then at least tell somebody. If, if you're pissed off. Write, at least they'll write us and tell us. Yeah. If you're pissed off. Nobody else writes hey, us for anything. The way I see religion is if it makes you a better person and you're not hurting anybody, then good for you. I. Uh, 
you know what? That's my view on stuff. Is like I'm I'm good with whatever. Just don't shove it down my throat. It's mm. when you start shoving it down my throat that I have a problem. I have a problem like, when like, people are insanely delusional about shit. That's mm-hmm. you know I don't go to the doctor because that's not God's will. Things like that, you know. Or if, I'm not buying this car unless God wills it. <laughs> well, let's pray together. Yeah. Jesus gave me a watch and a car. <laughs> yeah, I'm aware. No, Jesus won't give you any of those things because Jesus was a dude. He was a dude that is now dead, and he has amazing stories written about him, and I want to know what he did to get those great stories written about him. Drank a lot. I I don't know. You, you yeah. know, look, he, he's got at least... 13 dudes that are surrounding him. It's like 13. a constant it's a, frat party. It's, yeah, it's a total frat party. A homosexual constant frat party. You know? And That's why they wore togas. <laughs> <laughs> Easy That's access. That's why they look like Jedi. <laughs> uh, it's, they have, they have, they have, there's at least 13 dudes surrounding him that are roaming around the countryside spouting, you know, the, the, the word of God or and whatever they're masturbating. they want to do. But they're not really spouting the word of God, really, because Jesus is going to turn water into wine mm. or funk or whatever it is yeah. at this point in time. And if he's turning water into wine, you know it's just a big fucking party. Yep. Let's see how many fucking people we can get drunk and believe our stories. And you have unlimited sushi and bread. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it's Olive Garden. <laughs> unlimited <laughs> breadsticks. Bread. It's totally different. <laughs> Totally different. When you hear your family. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're excommunicated. And then you're not. <laughs> then we don't like you. Then, we don't, then you have to leave. Yeah. Unless you're a pagan. But we got Jesus. So I don't know exactly what we're talking about. He says my milky and Jesus. But 62 uh, times of masturbation is too much. Yeah. Dude Dude ripped his own penis off masturbating. <laughs> okay. I, I thought that, that he actually just died from a heart attack and they knew that he had done that. I didn't know his <laughs> penis was in his separated and in his hand. That's I made different. That, I made that joke. It's different. I made that joke to Ryan. There's a thing I posted on Facebook. Uh-huh. Uh, was the this picture of, you know... Uh, like arm wrestling thing, but yeah. it was like oh, the hand job machine. Yeah, the hand job machine. <laughs> and I told Ryan because the Eddie Murphy quote, you know, clench my butt cheeks up, rip your dick off. Yeah, yeah. the and Mr. T. Yeah, <laughs> come here, boy. Look, we're not in them jeans. Come over here, fuck me up the ass, <laughs> Norton. Hmm. Norton, come on down here. Hey. What do you want, Ralph? Ralphy boy. Norton, how would you like to fuck me in the ass? <laughs> hey, Ralphy boy. I know that you know that I know that you know that I know. You want to fuck me in the ass. Hamana, 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 hamana. Eddie Murphy. Oh, Jesus. He's delirious. Fucking great. <laughs> Is I used that the same to one that. that had the, like, the bathtub joke about the, the turd, the bathtub? Yes. Yeah. The floaty. Yeah. Yeah. G.I. Joe swimming through yeah. the water. Yes. And G.I. Joe got stuck. And G.I. Joe got stuck. And then a big yeah. round shot came. Yeah. <laughs> and then mom came in. <laughs> you drop your ass, King. It was all the same show, wasn't it? Yes. God damn it. I could drop that ice cream in a pile of shit. <laughs> Sprinkles. Right now, he is so excited that we're even talking about this. I love I love Eddie Murphy. I love Delirious. I used to watch that. I all have it the on time. DVD. Yeah, I had the tape. I had the. I had it taped, and mm. I had a tape of an him. audio tape. Yeah, there was an audio tape. I used to watch. I had audio tapes of Bill Cosby too. So there you go. Get in my Jello pudding pop. Yep. <laughs> you're gonna get my Jello pudding pop. Tell him I said have a coke and a smile and shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't drink the water. <laughs> Wake up, bitch. Don't drink the Jesus juice. Yeah, I used to watch Raw on um, all the time on uh, stolen cable. Uh, yeah. We we had this splitter that you could watch all the pay-per-view and uh, yeah. viewer's choice for free. See, I can't. I, I'm not into Raw. That's because most of it was written by uh, Keenan Ivory f- Wayans. Yeah, it was well, that's up. what was available. So I watched yeah. it over and over again. But if Delirious was on, I would have watched that shit, too. Fuck yeah. I, Jesus, we used to rent Delirious. So Yeah, absolutely hilarious, man. There you go. Ode to Eddie Murphy. Who lived in our county for a long time? Yeah, he, yeah, he lived in Granite Bay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he would he would shut down the entire road near his house during Halloween and throw gigantic Halloween parties. I was not aware of that because and, I'm uh, not that cool. 
John Luke Picard also lived in the area too. Oh, Patrick Stewart. And uh, number one, Liv Tyler, Steven Tyler's daughter. Mm-hmm. She lives up off of Sierra College. Hmm. So mm. there's a bunch of celebrities. The, Good to know. The Netflix dude, which you know about, because you were at his house serving drinks. Was I? Yeah. <laughs> It'll this come is back. Fucking years ago. <laughs> which guy? The Netflix dude. The dude that owns Netflix, he had like a weird house and like he had a, he, he had a, at, like his, his, um, you're getting bro, dude. His movie room was in a section of the house where you had to go downstairs. It's like a weird way to do it. And you said that the kitchen was set off center and you had to keep going up and down the stairs while you guys served drinks at one of his functions. This was years ago. God, yes. Yes, I remember that. Why was I there? You were serving drinks at a function. <laughs> Sounds like you were that drinking was, drinks. You, I, it was done by 2030 Club. Yeah, it's possible. Yes. Yes. See? <laughs> yes, I did. Somebody got us to do something. We served. He was having a taco night. Yes. Or something, and we served drinks there. Yep. Because he bought something. He yeah, bought, like, and you weren't allowed to use the bathroom near wherever you guys were. You had to go, like, into the fucking outhouse or some shit. Yes. <laughs> you, yes. you had to go off campus. I had to go to the, the servant quarters. quarters. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I did. That's right. It's in I my did raccoon do that. Wings. I'll have to ask Danny where that was at. Yeah, that was at the, the Netflix guy's house. I remember it distinctly because you said Netflix? that. He owns Netflix? He did. He he was one of the guys that started Netflix. Did and I retired just not there. remember that it was Netflix? You told us. You're like, I was at but the Netflix ne- guy's house. Netflix wasn't like a, really a thing then. Um, This was right before... Just when it was mailing and not streaming? No, 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 no. This is, this is about two years into its streaming. And he was oh, okay. he he had sold all of his shares and retired up here. He like lives up in fucking Georgetown or cool or some shit like that or whatever. Yeah, it's up in Placerville area. Yeah, yeah, we went there because so. um he he did something. He won a thing for one of our active twenty thirty clubs. Um, the Placerville guys to serve tacos there, and we tended bar right while we while they were there. See, and we helped out. Yep. Okay, I do remember that now. At first, I was like, I don't know what he's talking about. I've never been there. You must have been through a lot of shit in your life to forget something like that. Uh, you got yes. plenty of stories. Uh, we got more cocktails coming ahead. Yes. Tons. <laughs> Maybe. I Yes. We, we may have to as, tell some. As he's talking about that, I'm like, I remember that now. Yeah, there's a lot of shit that I've done that I don't even register at this point. Just... It's you know what we should just do? Create a list of just random words, and then you every week you point to a word and see what it triggers in her fucking brain. <laughs> what triggers Heather? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, write that down. What triggers Heather? <laughs> He's writing it down. Heather's right tethers. Triggered. Hashtag triggered. <laughs> uh, just bring up the word, I don't know, falafel one week and see what falafel does. <laughs> oh, my God. That commercial. <laughs> There we go. There was a commercial that it was about an ATM. It did something. It's like, I'm famished. Go downtown and give me a falafel. <laughs> I don't know why that registers with me every single time, but our brother used to do that too, and he used to tell me to go down and get him a falafel. Scraping. <laughs> falafel. How do you eat falafel? It's disgusting. Okay, I'm fucking done with the shit. All right. Oh, you ready? Okay. Yeah, she's she's gonna bail. She looks like she's tired. Yeah, you I'm look. Tired. You're I'm gonna go to sleep. Like, I'm gonna just sleep while we talk. Uh, she's just gonna slump over. So it's not over until I just I go there. We call that. What is that? It's not. It's. What is it when you fall asleep? Falling asleep. <laughs> Narcolepsy. Oh, that too. Necrophilia is something different. Yeah. <laughs> Necrolepsy. I have necrolepsy. I fell asleep while having sex with a dead person. Random deadness. Yeah. Okay, Joe. Mm. Cocktails out. Fuck you. (laughs) Now I got to fix that. It's so loud. It's so awesome. You fucking cunt. It's so awesome.